Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Digging It. I'm Eric Ritchie. I'll be your host, and we are pleased and honored to be joined by Alex Carter coming up in our show. We're going to combine a little club, a little high school volleyball. Coach Carter, you're probably familiar with her NOLA 16s team. On this show, we've shown them time and time again winning tournaments all over the all over the, the, the Gulf Coast and the South, but also Coach Alex was just named the head coach at John Curtis recently as well, taking over for longtime coach Julie Hartley, who retired. So Coach Carter, who was an assistant at John Curtis, has stepped into that role as head coach. So we've got a lot to talk to her about. Of course, this is the time of the year in club volleyball where uh, in this show, we usually show past winners of the past week. But everybody right now gearing up for AAU Nationals. Some of the age groups are already uh, competing in Orlando and, of course, the other Nationals at uh, Chicago. So some of our teams uh, to our west over there, Cajun Elite and Lafayette, I know they're headed to Chicago. Many of our teams are gearing up and preparing uh, for AAU Nationals in Orlando. So we'll talk about that as well. And as we do each and every week to close out the show, we tell you what's coming up on Varsity Sports Now. But to kick off this show, let's go ahead and again, combine high school volleyball with club volleyball and bring in our guest for this week's show and it's Alex Carter, the new head coach at John Curtis and of course the head coach at the NOLA 16's number one team and they have been sensational. Coach Alex, it's awesome to meet you and welcome to the show. Life is good. I know life is busy for you right now as, as well. Yes, it is very busy. It's um, these last two, three weeks of club season when club and high school workouts start to kind of overlap. Um, you know, you really see girls getting a little tired, but it's also really exciting because we know we're kind of ending a club chapter, starting a high school chapter, but um, it's a lot of fun. No question. No question. A lot of things going on. And we're going to break down both of the of, of your teams, uh, John Curtis, as well as the NOLA 16s. But this is a big day in the recruiting uh, season uh, for many of the players on your on your NOLA 16s team. It's the rising juniors, the class of 2025. Today, June 15th is the first day that Division One and Division Two colleges can actually reach out, make contact on their own. Um and I, I know it's it's a day full of anticipation, excitement, anxiety. I know you went to high school, Newport Central Catholic in Kentucky. Uh, you were a four-year starter, you know, district MVP, et cetera. And you parlayed that into an awesome career at Jacksonville State on the collegiate scene. So you went through that recruiting scene. I know that June 15th date just popped up a couple of years ago. So you didn't have that. But as far as recruiting, how do you approach that with your players? Do they ask you about it? Do they ask you questions? And, and what's your advice, even for your John Curtis players or your, your your NOLA 16s? What do you tell them and what was your experience like? Yeah, so that's a great question. Um, as far as what I've told my players, you know, we started out club season uh, and I've always said the same thing. You know, recruiting, especially now compared to, you know, maybe when I was uh, being recruited to play in college is you have to be proactive with it. So you have to be the one that reaches out to colleges. You have to be the one that sends them your demo tapes. Um, even before June 15th of your, you know, rising junior year. Um, if you're ever interested in a school, you can't oversend them things, right? Even though they cannot respond to you, they're logging all of that information away um, to when you do become of age, when you do turn, um, at, at your junior year on June 15th, you know, they're able to 
locate all of that information, they're able to reach out to you and contact you. Um, so I've always encouraged my girls um, to oversend. You can't you can't do too much. Um, you know, a lot has changed since I was recruited, uh, but what has stayed the same and what I try to instill in my girls, not only from, um, you know, playing, but also from a recruitment standpoint is, you know, I've had, I've had an aunt who was in the college coaching world for 25 years. And when I was being recruited, one of the things that she would always tell me as a player is college coaches are always going to look at two things before they even watch you play. They're going to look at how you treat your teammates on the court, and they're going to look at how you treat your parents off of the court. And so I've really tried to instill that in every player that I've coached because those are the most important things that they look at before they even look at your skill. Um, but really the biggest thing is you can't oversend information. You can't do too much. Go to the camps that the schools that you are interested in offer um, and that way, you know, get in the face of the coaches that you want to get in the face of. Excellent advice. And I've heard that about the uh, how those players interact with their parents before, too. And that's something that that I wouldn't have thought of. But it's yeah. absolutely true. And I've heard that by more than one coach. Tell us what your recruiting experience was like. And I know you wound up again, uh, Jacksonville State and, you know, got to play, you know, college ball but what was it like coming out of high school for you and you know again highly decorated high school player I'm sure many you know schools were after you how did you wind up at Jacksonville State what was that like yeah so how I chose the school that I ended up at um, you know obviously you get sent all of these letters in the mail you know you um, email coaches you call coaches you visit schools um, I am a shorter volleyball player at 5'9 and I was a six position player my whole life so I knew going into school that playing six rotations was important to me. Um, and so when I looked at schools, one of the things I really looked at was the culture of the program. And my college coach, uh, his name is Rick Nold. He was a coach at Louisville. He coached at Auburn after he left Jacksonville State. Um, he's now the current coach at Bellarmine. The culture that he provided in college, it not only shaped me as you know, to be the woman I am today, but also to be the coach that I am today. Um, so the culture that he provided, um, I was sold, you know, I, I visited the school and I think we were in the car driving home. It was seven hours from my, my home. We were in the car driving home. And I looked at my mom, I'm like, this is the school I, I you know, I want to go to. Um, but really what sold me on it was the culture that he, he pre presented and provided. And that's what kind of stuck with me, you know, as a home away from home. Well, I can tell he got a good one as we did our research for the podcast. We found this little gem that uh, Justin's going to put up here, the LaRose Pizza MVP of the week. And there you are in high school that your maiden name Schulte, but Newport Central Catholic High School. You also did track. But but look at some of these things that stand out. You talked about your aunt. I'm guessing that was Aunt Sally. That went to That's Xavier, right. Yep. right? That was coaching. Yep. And she she played at Xavier. That's Xavier Cincinnati, not Xavier New Orleans. But look what your coach said. And 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 ironic that you get into coaching. You're a the most talented, intelligent, dedicated player that's ever come through the high school. And look, after graduating, you wanted to open your own local photography shop. You're a coach, but you have you have another great business that you have right now. And you were just talking to us before the show started about you know, how you pivot, you know, you know, you, you have a goal in mind, but you're, you're 18 years old there and, you know, things change up different, but there you are the LaRose MVP of the week. I bet you got some serious play in high school. Wow. 
Oh, I did. I did. It's like, like I said before, it's a blast from the past. Um, but honestly, same thing in high school, you know, the culture that we had at our high school and, and the girls that we had, you know, you're most like the people that you surround yourself with. And we had a really good dedicated group of girls that um, we had effort, we had heart, and that's what made us, you know, that's what made us to have a good program. Good. I hope you got some free pizza out of that deal too. That's some good stuff. I'd go to a I Reds did, game. Did. did you get? You got some pizza? I did. I got some free pizza. Yes, it was yes. great. It was great. Reds fans like us know that if the Reds pick ten strikeouts, then you, everybody in the stadium gets LaRose pizza. So everybody's yep. holding on to their ticket stuff. But now, now you go to college, Jacksonville State, 09 to 012. You're a conference all newcomer team selection. You went to the NCAA's not once but twice. What was your experience like at, in college? And, and I guess they got you listed. At, you know, you played six rotations, but you know, DS, outside hitter, played a little bit yeah. of everywhere. And uh, what was that like for you? Yeah, so, you know, in college, I was an outlet and a defensive specialist. So I played middle back and I played left side. I was an L2. And, you know, I think that uh, anytime you go from high school to college, it's kind of a wake-up call, right? You have um, upperclassmen that are above you that they've already had college years under your belt. But ultimately, like I said, it's, it's tight, right? It's a commitment and, you know, you're in a gym hours a day um, and it's hard. It's not easy. It's, it's a full-time job, but you develop this sense of family and this sense of um, community that I don't know if you would get as just a normal student or just a normal, you know, student, but you do get as a student athlete. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of, questions that you ask when you finish college you're like what what if if I could go back would I do it again and 110 percent I would I would totally walk the path that I chose um you know all those things that I thought were hard at the time um you know I think it not only makes you uh physically tougher but also makes you mentally tougher you know there's things that I face now that uh without the training that I would have had as a student athlete I don't know if I would have been able to push through. So it definitely teaches you me mental toughness and overcoming uh, adversity and issues that you face outside of, of volleyball. And ultimately, as, as coaches, you know, that's our that's our goal as coaches. Teaching volleyball is easy. It's really how do we make how do we make you a better person off of the court, not just on the court. Great shot of that concentration and a hit right there as a, you had a big game right there to help help your team beat Eastern Illinois. But right out of college, Coach, you went right into the high school coaching scene. Beachwood in Fort Mitchell, Kentucky, you were the head coach. Then you were an assistant at Newport Central Catholic. You were a club coach in Northern Kentucky as well. What drew you into coaching so quick out of college? Um, so volleyball runs in my blood. You know, I mentioned my Aunt Sally, but my aunt, Vicky, my mom, my dad, you know, all of my relatives, we've all played volleyball. And, you know, from two years old, I remember being in a gym, my mom coached club, my aunt coach club, you know, I was going to watch my aunt Sally play at Xavier. And, and it's just something that we've always been around and having the passion for it. You know, there's something, there's something special about coaching, because you you look back at your career as a player, and you look back at all of the things that you were taught as a player and you look at the, the points of pivot, right? What were those pivotal moments that really changed the course of not only my playing career, but also my life. And those are the things that draw me to coaching is, you know, like I said, I, my college coach that I had, 
instilling that, you know, attitude is above everything else. And, you know, you can control how you react to every situation. And that is one thing that, you know, I strive to teach young girls because the world is different than it was when I was young and, and coming up. And, um, you know, that is what drew me to coaching. I can, I love teaching the technical skill of volleyball. You know, I've been playing since I was eight years old and all of those small technical skills, holding your platform, you know, shuffling low, getting your hips around the ball, tilting your platform. Like all of those things are basic technical skills that I want to teach girls. But like I mentioned earlier, the most important thing to me is how can I make these people or these women better outside of, of volleyball? That's, that's the end goal as a coach, I, I believe. Excellent. Excellent. Well put. Tell me what brought you to Louisiana uh, from Ohio, Kentucky, and, um, and and you brought your family down here to the New Orleans yeah. area. Yeah. So what actually brought us to New Orleans, my husband is, is from here in New Orleans. He uh, hasn't lived here in about 25 years, but, um, you know, he was promoted within his company, he works for Penn Entertainment, and we were able to move somewhere in the South, and he's been wanting to get back home and um, I love New Orleans. Obviously, I've visit plenty of times. Um, so we just kind of made the move and made the jump and dove in head first. And I love it. My two kids love it. My husband loves it. Um, you know, so we're we're happy to be here. I'm still kind of adjusting to the humidity <laughs> after two years, but it's it's awesome. I do love it here. Well, I know who else loves it is uh, John Curtis and Nola Volleyball. So let's talk about John Curtis first. So you get the okay. you get a, a job right away with with Julie Hartley as an assistant um, this past year. I mean, what a great year! I mean, you, I think twenty eight and eight during the regular season. You make a deep run all the way into the quarterfinals. A heartbreaking five set loss to Sacred Heart, but a district championship. Right? You you, you knock off yeah. Newman. Um, so you have an exciting year, and then. I don't, uh, it surprised us. We had coach Julie on the show, I think right before uh, the state tournament. Uh, I, I was kind of like, Whoa, that was a, that was a jaw dropper. Uh, what was your reaction when you found out coach Julie was stepping down and, um, and the whole transition of you stepping into that head coaching role and, and what your thoughts are now to be the, the lady Patriots head coach. Yeah. So um, it was to, to, it was a surprise to everybody. I, I was surprised Julie would wanted to step down, um, you know, and she's been there so long and done so much for the program that um, it's always sad and hard to see uh, a coach leave. And, you know, not only sad as a fellow coach or as a player, but it's also hard, I'm sure, on, you know, Coach Hartley after committing so much of her time and her life to uh, coaching at John Curtis. I'm sure it wasn't an easy decision um, as far as taking over after Coach Hartley, I think, you know, it was just the right decision for me to step in. Um, I'd had a year there, so I'm well aware of how the program works, how the program and school are run. You know, my, my kids attend John Curtis uh, Lower School. And, you know, it's one of the things that initially drew us to that school when we first moved here is just the sense of family. Um, I've talked a lot about, you know, culture on this call and, um the culture, you know, we, we had a very short window of time to find out we were moving here and had to find a school for our kids. And we visited a few schools and John Curtis, you know, they welcomed us with open arms, even though we were transferring in with one month left of school. Um, you know, they made us feel like family without even really having, having to know us. And so um, that's what drew me to, you know, continue to coach at the program. And I'm excited to not only continue that culture, 
but add, you know, my spice to it, add what I know and what I'm good at to it um, to just make the program the best it can be. I know they're super excited to get started. Um, tell me a little bit about your team. Uh, what's coming back? And I know, you know, a phenomenal player, Jackie Melanson, All-State Division Four player last year. She, like, stepped up big in that Newman game. Tell me, you know, she's who's back. Uh, we've got video, I think, of a game that you guys played last year against Sacred Heart on VSN. Tell me a little bit about this team. What are your expectations? You know, tell me, like, you know, you know your goals in year one. Absolutely. So, um my coaching style is uh, probably a little bit different from Coach Hartley. So it's it's been a little bit of a change for the girls, but they're taking it in stride. And every single day, you know, we're seeing progress. Um, you know, we have girls in our team. This I believe this past year was uh, the most players that we've had actually play club because we have a lot of dual sport athletes that play multiple sports, including, you know, volleyball, basketball, track, softball. Um, so it's a lot, right? So my goal for our team this year is to start back over with technical skill. And that's what we've been working on day in and day out for the last three weeks is um, basic techniques, right? Techniques that you learn when you're young that are pounded into your head because you just want muscle memory. You want your body to just move in that way. And so I wanna develop those techniques and I wanna continue to grow those techniques. So that way when we you know, get into a match and we see competition, those, those movements just come naturally uh, and then, you know, on top of that, building endurance, you know, high school matches over club game to five, uh, best of five. So it's a longer match typically. Um, and you never want your team to get tired after, you know, five sets. So really building endurance and pounding that technical skill into their into their brains is really what we're focusing on. And so expectation wise, I really want to see our technical skill improve. And I really just want to see our overall attitude improve. Right. I want us to um continue to react to good plays, bad plays, um, good days, bad days, and just continue to react in a positive way and know that we can continue to get better. How many starters back do you have? How many How many starters did you lose to graduation? <laughs> yep, so we actually did lo lose a decent amount of starters. We lost four or five, four, wow. we lost six seniors, so we lost a good amount of starters. Um, but like I said, we have a lot of young girls coming in um, yes. and we were able to convince a lot of players to give club a try, whether that's travel or non-travel, sure. um, because, you know, touching a ball year round matters, right? Does, and does. Um, we were able to, you know, talk to a lot of girls and have them play club. So I'm excited that we have a lot of girls in, you know, playing in the off season, but then also um, it's going to be a younger team, right? We have a uh, few freshmen coming in um, that are going to be helping us out. A lot of sophomores, a lot of juniors. We only have three seniors this year. Um, <clears throat> one's returning varsity, so it's going to be it's going to be a great year. But it's back to basics. I'm I'm ready to start fresh. That's awesome. Hey, and I know the club season about to end. Nationals next week in Orlando. What has your experience been like with NOLA Volleyball Club? And I know you've coached there now two years since you've been here, as well as this year coaching that 16 ones team that again we have video from blast off uh, my daughter's team rise from Thibodeau went seven and0 in that tournament and then got 
smoked by this team. They played well. They kept it close, but I'm like, I don't think there's anybody in this gym that's going to beat them. And my buddy TJ Pipitone, who, of course, is the father of your your libero, uh, Lauren, he texts me, goes, beat him in two. I'm like, what? That was like the most <laughs> impressive win in club volleyball since I've been, you know, around the sport. And your team continues to win. What a wonderful team. Tell me about, I guess now I'm long-winded with the question. Tell me about NOLA Volleyball Club and tell me about that 16s team in particular. Yeah, absolutely. So this is my uh, first year here at NOLA. Which Okay, first year. Um, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. So the reason I, you know, didn't step in the first year that I was here is just kind of getting used to the area. I didn't know much about the the clubs in the area. There are a lot of volleyball clubs here in the area. Yeah. And um, one of my high school girls actually played at NOLA. That's how I, you know, kind of found, found NOLA. Um, but the directors, Julie, Dana, Lauren, they're absolutely fabulous. Um, you know, I have to tip my hat to them for taking a chance on me. I know it's not easy having a outsider, new coach that you don't really know much about come in and give them a ones team, not only a ones team, but the group of girls that I have that are skilled. Um, so I, I have to tip my hats off to them for trusting me to take this team and um, coach them to the best of my ability. So as far as NOLA goes, I've had nothing but wonderful and great things to say about them. It's a competitive club. Um, we work hard every practice, you know, we're, we're willing to do whatever we can to get the girls the most touches on the ball. And that's all I can ask for is a competitive club that's willing to work. Um, and then my team, of course, uh, there's so many great things to say about them. We, some of these girls on this team are new, um, to the club. Some of them played with the club for many years. So when we all came together, we kind of didn't really know what to expect. We knew we had a lot of talent. Um, but we've really seen this group of girls kind of blossom together. Um, they've kind of taken my coaching philosophy at heart. Um, and of course, it's not easy, right? You're 15, 16 years old, and it's really easy to get emotional. It's really easy to get frustrated. Um, but every practice, every tournament, every match, every point, you know, my focus has always been on how are we going to react to this point? How are we going to react, right? Even if you're having a bad day, how are you going to react to it? And, you know, my kids have really, really listened to that, and I believe, and taken that to heart. And I think that's one of the reasons that we've been so successful this year is that we've continued to work, right? We haven't let, um, you know, we haven't let ourselves get down or plateau. We're continuing to get better every day and continuing to push ourselves. Well, it's an impressive team, and I'm sure their phones were ringing off the hook today on June 15th, the first day that D1, D2 college coaches could reach out to them. I know that, that your whole roster has, has college talent on it. Uh, it. We have to let you go here, Coach, but I just want to you know, kind of give you an open mic uh, on the way out. Just kind of let people know about you, your your, your philosophy, um, and, and, you know, where are you at right now? The excitement level with John Curtis and going to nationals. So last question, whatever, wherever you want to take us, you're flying the ship. Great. Yeah. So I'll just kind of repeat or rephrase some of what I've said already on this uh, call is um, really to not only every volleyball player, but to all young athletes is that you can control your outcome. And something that I've always, always preached to my players is attitude over everything. So you're going to wake up some days and you're going to have not feel right. You're going to have a bad day. You're going to fail a test. Your boyfriend's going to break up with you. You're not going to have a great day at volleyball, but you can choose how to react to that situation. And you can choose how to um, make the next ball better or the next day better, or how you're going to study to do better on that test. Everything is in your control. You can control that and we can control the things that we can control. And 
Um, that would be uh, my one word of advice to really any player um, out there is that all of those skills that you learn on the volleyball court that your coaches are teaching you, they all translate over into real life. And we want you to continue taking that with you, even when you, you know, leave our team, leave our program, go on to college, go on to have careers. That is something that I want, want every one of my players to have stuck with them. Highly impressive words of advice from coach Alex Carter, who is the new John Curtis head coach. And of course, as we've mentioned, the NOLA 16 ones who are getting ready to go to Orlando next week uh, for uh, a run at nationals. So coach, it was an awesome experience getting a chance to talk to you. Thank you so much for your time on the show. Continued success. Best of luck. We'll be seeing you. I'll see you in Orlando. And uh, for sure, we'll VSN will get out there and uh, make sure we preview your team and get ready for the high school season. Thank you so much. And uh, it was a pleasure. Awesome. Thank you so much. Time for us to take our first break here on Digging It. Uh, again, our show brought to you by Bayou Granite and Marble, as well as Farm Bureau, St. Charles, St. John Parish, and the Sports Pub and Grill industry. Since 2000, Bayou Granite has grown to be Southeast Louisiana's largest fabricator of stone countertops. From precise laser measurements to state-of-the-art water jet and CNC machines, we can handle your kitchen and bath needs as well as any commercial projects. Let our expert staff design and customize the right material for your home or business. Stop by our new state-of-the-art fabrication facility and showroom today at 9622 East Main Street or call us at 985-637-4911. And don't forget to like us on Facebook. The Sports Pub and Grill in Destrehan has it all. A great place to watch the game, daily drink specials, and you won't believe the food. From our fresh 10-ounce burgers, fully loaded baked potatoes, and great salads, too, like taco salad and grilled chicken. Need something to rinse it down with? How about one of our refreshing daiquiris? A great atmosphere for the whole family. Just a few miles west of the airport. The Sports Pub and Grill, 3001 Ormond Boulevard in Destrehan. Time to tell you what's coming up on VSN. And if you've noticed, a lot of national content shows from all over the country, something like Perfect Game Weekly, talking about amateur baseball. The latest episode has a great feature with an LSU commit. You might recognize the name Caminiti, Cam Caminiti. Well, he is the cousin of the late, great Kevin Caminiti, who was a and former MVP third baseman for the Houston Astros. Well, this young man uh, has reclassified himself from a 2025 to a 2024 two-way player. Great interview with him, as well as Corbin uh, Corbin Carroll, you know, the Arizona Diamondbacks rookie sensation. He was a former perfect game All-American back in the day. Uh, they do a great sit-down interview with him. He has really taken the league by storm. Of course, the uh, national podcast, Chopping It Up with Buck. That's Charles Arbuckle, a former saint for a half a minute, but he was with the Colts, UCLA, great football player, great announcer. He has John Starks on this week, the former New York Nick, uh, some great NBA stories. And we also have Bare Knuckles Fighting from Monroe, Louisiana. So there you have some of the content that's taking place during the summer months when schools are out, but uh, we still try to keep you entertained here on VSN. Speaking of which, I think we did a good job of that this week on Digging It. Want to thank our director, uh, producer, Justin Thomas, as well as our guest, Alex 
Carter, who did a fabulous job, and we're looking forward to her as the new head coach at John Curtis, as well as continuing on a strong note for NOLA 16th. I'm Eric Ritchie. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you real soon. Thanks for watching. Since 2000, Bayou Granite has grown to be Southeast Louisiana's largest fabricator of stone countertops. From precise laser measurements to state-of-the-art water jet and CNC machines, we can handle your kitchen and bath needs as well as any commercial projects. Let our expert staff design and customize the right material for your home or business. Stop by our new state-of-the-art fabrication facility and showroom today at 9622 East Main Street or call us at 985-637-4911. And don't forget to like us on Facebook. Hi, my name is Will Sermon from St. Charles St. John Parish Farm Bureau. On behalf of my entire staff, I want to wish all the players and coaches the best of luck. Real service, real people.